Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. In my imagination. Well, sometimes my mind play these tricks on me. Sometimes and I'll find that my mind climbs higher than it should climb. Welcome to episode 76 of Each Sleep, Run, Repeat, the running podcast for the average runner. Just myself, Woolly, and Mr. Nathan Barden in session. G'day, mate. We just should let the listeners know that um, Sparling has got to take a break from the podcast. He's working um, huge days, six days a week. He's under so much pressure. He just hasn't got the time to jump on each week, but he, he'll be back once his work settles down. I guess we can uh, talk a little bit about Sparling when we do the Guzzler recap, but what you've right, you've done the race, the Roo event this morning, but did you train much this week? No, I didn't actually. I just, um, with the new job, I've been very busy. So I did, uh, I think a 14 K, uh, loop. And then I think I did a, about seven, eight K. Oh no, nearly 10 K. And then I've done basically half of my K's today. <laughs> Uh, in that, uh, I ended up with 24 laps and 20, which is 26.4 K. But I need to speak to Sparling about apparently people reckon that my Garmin watch might be only be picking up every three meters, it's pinging rather than every one meter. So I was racing the you know, I raced the F1 line, yeah, when I flew through the chicanes yeah. today. I was really sort of concentrating on that. And you make a bit, it's amazing how much time you make up on people. And it only had me as like 26.26 rather than 26.4. I know it's 100, only 140 meters over 126K, but um, people were getting, Matilda was dead on accurate for hers. So, what arm yeah. was you, did you have your watch on? Left arm and I'm on the inside. And it's, yeah, yeah, so it's going to shorten it. Yeah. But um, yeah, then we, um, that was a great event. And uh, we got a couple of interviews to listen to, but. Um, yeah, if you ever, it, it's hard because you start and stop and you get that minute rest or you might get two or three minutes rest and then you're kicking back off. Back off so um, Good challenge, yeah. eh? Like a good different event to do. Yeah, Matilda did so well. She got uh, 16 laps done um, and she was like, when it started going, you know, 4.45 a K, we were trying to sit on to stay in front of the Rui. And that Rui sort of like, he's just there and you're trying to watch him out the corner of your eye, but not trip anyone up. And then he tripped someone up and then he fell over myself. Yeah. And it's just trying to pace it right. Uh, I was cramping really bad in my calves. And I was talking to a third place guy and he said that it's because you run a long, fairly long way going quite a slow pace not your usual running pace and then you stop and walk in and you're standing around for a minute or two and then you go again you know and uh i think going in those angles on those bends maybe makes a difference as well so um we are i've been sitting cramping all after afternoon as well my calves that's a shot yeah um, achilles is a bit sore you know i've had this achilles problem i did have a massage on um tuesday Mark got into me. Not too bad though. He took it easy on me. But um yeah, good event, like race the Rue. It's uh it's, it's always good when you tell him that he's gotta take it a little bit easier on you. Yeah, he gives give well. him a free reign. Holy shit, he's oh, yeah. ashes you, hey. You're climbing off the walls. 
but uh what a what a great event yeah i highly recommend it for everyone you get uh if you enter early enough you get a singlet nice singlet and a and a good medal and got it engraved on the back uh it was free um fruit and you know water electrolyte there and everything so and you get to see your you know family and supporters and that it was really busy it was 156 of us there kicked it off when so, you talk when not you listen to um joel last week and he's talking about the triathlons and how they change up the format to like you know hour of power shorter distance stuff elimination events you realize why it's so such a popular sport because it's always trying new things like running needs to um do more of these events i reckon like, yeah, I mean, it was um, just good I mean, fun, eh? It's a good way for them. They, they raise money for their event, and we listened to um, uh, the interview from the race director. Um, but so it's just a really fun, you know, something different to do. Um, and yeah, we, we really enjoyed it. So it did get hot though. It was getting it was about twenty six degrees there. Everyone was, yeah. I think that was half a problem. I got a bit, maybe a bit dehydrated as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the guy on the bike, he's got an electric bike with a speedometer yeah. on it. So is he just up yeah. at a few kilometers an hour every? Yeah, lap? we were doing like he, he was obviously doing about. Uh, well, well, he started off earlier. Then I could see he was ten kilometers an hour, and then I was running alongside of him. He was doing. He was just on that thirteen point eight fourteen, trying to get it. And if he was too fast, he really slowed down right at the end. So you'd be like, oh shit, I've been running too fast. <laughs> but, um, the interview uh, when we played with Martin. Uh, Jansen, who won, I asked him what his um, strategy was. And he said, I just run with the route the whole way. I don't go off at the far, the far, I just go nice and easy yeah. until at, right at the end, you know, and I just try and stick with the route. That was his, his strategy. So that's quite, that's not a bad one. You don't, because like, otherwise you're standing around too much at the end if you go too fast. Yeah, you almost just got to like make it in and just kind of just get ready to go, go again straight away. Eh? Yeah, because 14 kilometers an hour, is that how many minutes per K is that? I don't know, but that's quick. Or something? That's, yeah. Because 12 kilometers an hour is five minutes a K. So, yeah, you're under the five minutes a K at that that pace. I remember looking at my watch on that second to last lap, and that's what I was cramping. I was doing, I looked down, I was four minutes, 10 a K, and I was like, whoa, I'm just going to beat. I just managed to creep past him. And I went, I said that if I, whatever lap, I beat the I just beat the route. I'll start the next lap and run it to finish it. But I know oh, I'm not going to beat the yeah, route. So yeah. I, just, I just went out and just just went, you know, sort of I was doing probably five minutes of K there. I knew I was in. I just cruised it in. Got a good cheer at the end. It was like roaring people up, you know, like I was at the end of the gold race. So it was good. I was good. To, I was glad to finish. Yeah, it was like was like, yeah, I was busted. Wicked. Yeah, well, I mean, we didn't get a chance to talk about it last week because um, no. a pretty massive um, podcast with uh, the multi-sport MC. But the Guzzler was uh, last week with um, Steve Sparling. That was his event that he was training for. And uh, he had a blinder. He did an hour PB, six hours, 57, 27. He wanted to get under seven hours. So he absolutely destroyed what he did last year. He was absolutely stoked with that. I think he's been pretty beaten up all week. Seen he has done a couple of runs, but um, yeah, he'd be pretty hammered. Martin had been sick. Yeah, the week off he was mm. crook, eh? Yeah, he'd been crook, so he did he did really well. And like um, uh, it's twenty virtually twenty two hundred meters of elevation over fifty three k, 
It's like, that's hard. Yeah, he had, he had a good run. I think it was about was he a hundred hundred and first or something. I'm not sure on his position, but you know that's a good time over those hills and that terrain. Like it's yeah, it's not an easy um, and and the the field seems to get stronger every year. Like so, you you could run a decent time maybe six years ago and possibly have been up there. You know for chance of getting medals but not not these days it's um it's like a really stacked field um yeah local guy sam hyam he um he had a blinder he did five hours 28 29 with a stack and a bit of of a concussion (laughs) about halfway around fell over and just knocked himself spark out but managed to like jump up dust himself off he was telling me that his garmin sent something was wrong and sent an emergency message to his wife. Oh, maybe he was unconscious, stopped moving yeah. it. Must have, whatever his settings he has, like it figured wow. out something wasn't right and it texted his wife, you know, an emergency text. I wonder if it's only certain models do that. Yeah, I think he set it up to do that. Mm. Um, I'm not sure. I should ask him what what um watch he's got. But, yeah, that. but he he did get up and um, I think he had his phone, so he was able to ring and say, "No, nah, I'm all good. I got to the next aid station, and they like cleaned him up a bit, and then he was all good." So he was. Tenth? Um, sorry, tenth position. I don't know, but potentially, actually, yeah, he could have been because um, finished tenth. I've got the the hmm. winner, the winners of the half and full. I've got here, but the half was won by Ben Doofus. Yep, in four hours twenty seven. Second was Tom Driscoll in four hours 39. Yeah, good times for a heady course like that. Oh, man, that's fine, eh? Like, I'd love to know what those guys can do for the marathon on the flat. Well, the third place was Andy Day in four hours 48, and Andy Day is mm. like a 220 marathoner, so 220-something marathoner. So um, that just sort of tells you the caliber of um, field. And then the full, because they – Call the 50k the half the glass half full. Not full. Hey, yeah. The full is a hundred k. The guzzler. The proper the, the guzzler is the hundred, but well, hundred and six, is it? They do two laps know. or is it different? Just a way. So one off. They go out and back, it's like a hundred K. Yeah. So that was won by Tim Locke in 10 hours 39. Second place was Sean Petit in eleven hours thirty-one. And third was Curtis Sterling in 12 hours 14. The women? Okay, so the females for the glass half full was Lydia O'Donnell in five hours twenty-eight, Megan Brown in five hours thirty-nine, and third place was Jess Short in five hours forty-eight. Megan Brown, that's the uh, what do they call her online? The Megatron or something on Instagram? She's quite yeah, Megatron Brown. That's right. Yeah, she was second. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. um. Female winners of the 100 was Jill Ellis in 14 hours 50. Second place was Phoebe Nance in 15 hours 36. Third place was Amber Wood in 15 hours 50. So still, buddy, quick times for the for the women's. But, yeah, well um, done to everyone. It was, that, um, it was great conditions as well. So Massive event, huge numbers again. Like yeah. we were talking last week, you know, the just every event is sold out, just capacity, pretty impressive. Um, yep. Should we go through the results of the race, Saru? Yes. Yeah, so the results, uh, first place was Martin Jansen, and uh, we 
caught up with him and got to just listen to his recording. Okay, we're here with the winner of Raceroo 2023, Martin Jansen. Uh, how was out there today, mate? Oh, it was lots of fun. Um, the weather uh, made it a bit tough. Really warm weather, but uh, overall great, fun event. 1.1 kilometer laps, getting progressively quicker. Lots of fun. And what's your typical event that you train for? Oh, at the moment I've been doing a couple of marathons, uh, but towards the end of this year I'm going to be doing Bondart Manly Ultra Marathon. It's a it's a yeah, road trail run from Bondi Beach in Sydney to 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 uh, Manly. Okay, yeah. are you a local man? Uh, I'm a local, yeah, from uh, here, Coolum. Okay, yeah, yeah I see a Coolum Run Club. Yeah, cool. So shout out to them. Yeah, shout out to Coolum Run Club. Yeah, yeah. Here you, go. you can get that engraved by the engraver. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, what's your typical mileage or kilometres a week? Uh, at the moment, uh, probably, well, I was just come off Gold Coast where I was doing about 120 k's a week. Yep. That's probably my biggest I've ever, or, yeah, I was doing about 120 k weeks for What was your time for Gold Coast? Uh, 2.37. Oh, wow, that's excellent yeah. time. Is that a PB? Yeah, that was a big PB for me. I was, I was yep. really happy with that. Yeah, we all did, the, a few of us did the uh, Gold Coast as well, so, yeah. but I'm not quite as fast, 3.21. Three oh, so, wow. Yeah, okay, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I did a... Uh, Two, sorry, 237, yeah. a five-minute PB from the previous year. Oh, wow, that's yeah, it. So I was, I was really happy with yeah, that. Yeah. And this is the first time you've done Race the Roof? Uh, second time. I was here last year. Lots of fun last year. Enjoyed it. How'd you go? Uh, last year, same. Also first place. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. Excuse me. I didn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it a few less laps? A um, laps? Same, actually. I think it was, we ended up being the same. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, nice, strong field again this year. Yep. Made it a uh, bit interesting towards the end, which is always good. And what's your strategy for this? Uh, yeah, my strategy is always just to hang back in the beginning, just stick with the roux. Really easy laps at the beginning, and then, yeah, obviously, as it gets quicker, then just keeping up with the roux. But yeah, more conserving energy in the beginning, not trying to uh, burn any unnecessary. Yeah. It's a hard one, it's like doing a backyard ultra. Do you go a bit faster, get more rest, or just chill because it's not going to be too many kilometers? Exactly, yeah. I've never actually done one. It's, it, it interests me, that, that format. Uh, but one day I'll get there and do that backyard ultra. Maybe one day, hopefully, do 24 laps. That's a goal one day. Yeah. Well, actually, well done again. And uh, yeah. Awesome. I hope to enjoy your prize. Yeah, yeah. We might see you again next year. Yeah, thanks. See you again next year. Okay, thanks, Cheers. Mate. All right, awesome. So, yeah, some interesting stuff. He just done Gold Coast. Great time there. So, Good time. Plenty yeah, of Ks. Fast. Yeah. And then we caught up with uh, Indiana Voss. She is um, the first placed female and would have been third overall as well. So, um, yeah, cracking time. She was just. Oh, so, she uh, was she third was, in the overall race. Yeah, wow. so she was up the front most of the time. I think she might be running with her dad. Um, but uh, yeah, let's play that interview. Okay, we're here at Race the Rue 2023 with the women's winner, Indiana Voss. Uh, how was that out there today? It was lots of fun. It was a really great event. My first time doing it, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and you were up there with the, uh, like, you would have been third male, I think, as well. So, which is, oh, we're, still, we're still cheering. But, um, um, yeah, you were up there with the uh, men right to the finish, which has never happened in the last few years. Yeah, the guys are still pretty quick. It's, it's just good to run with some different pace runners, and I love running with the guys, so it was nice to have them there to push me along. Did you have a plan at all? Not really. I just wanted to have fun, and it's a great way to do a long run with a bit of something different. So yeah. the brakes were a challenge in the end. I would have rather just sort of kept rolling around, but good to do yeah. something different. So I just wanted to see how it went and have a good time. Cool. And what shoes were you running in? I had the Alpha 
Otherwise, on today's same as you. Matchy, yeah. matchy, same colour. Uh, I did think about doing a sneaky shoe swap in the middle. I was going to start okay. in the Invincibles and then switch into these, but uh, I ended up just sticking with these from the start and okay. yeah, just doing yeah, that. Yeah. It was good. And how many k's a week are you usually running? About 60, 65. Not, okay. not huge. Okay. And what? Uh, Run, what sort of races do you usually do? Well, I feel like it's almost like a swear word, but I'm actually a triathlete. So uh, okay. <laughs> I, um, I do tries, but through this winter I've been really enjoying doing some just a bit more run mileage as well. So okay. I normally race sprinter Olympic distance tries, but then off that I'll do some yeah. 5Ks or, yes, this is a long run Great. for me. Yeah. So this was a fairly long oh, run? Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. When do you usually do your long run during On the week? On a Sunday normally, so okay. it works out perfect. Yeah. And bike Saturday? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great. And if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? I'm 25. 25, okay, because you've just like slaughtered the field with the men as well. So, um, yeah, that was great. Well, well done. Thank you. And um, hopefully you're going to get a nice prize as well. So it's been a great morning. Yeah. Okay, well done again. All right, thank you. So that multidisciplinary uh, training probably has really helped, you know, and of the age as well. That, uh, yeah, she just looked like she looked on form. Yeah. Mate, yeah. quality of training makes a huge difference say so like you could yeah. do 60k of quality training mm. and you could do 100k of just but running. the bike and the swim obviously helps yeah. that cardiovascular and just that that lung volume and everything else and it's just you know it's, it's all good endurance especially if you're doing long long hours on the bike yeah uh, that, interesting that though the, the the men's winner he said you know his strategy was to just hang back with the route and it sort yeah. of makes sense because you think yeah, just try what and jog for as many laps as you as you can, and then yeah. But then you know, if you need to go for a wee or whatever, you want to maybe get yeah. in a bit quicker on one lap, and yeah. for sure. So um, I got to chat to the race director of Race the Rue, which was Carly, and uh, here's what she had to say. So we're here with Carly, who's the race director for Race the Roo. And uh, how did you find uh, this year's event compared to other years? Oh, it was fantastic. We had record numbers this year. So we had upwards of 150. I think 156 um, was... Yeah, 156, yeah, I think. Um, it just, it was fantastic. It ran really well. We ran the most laps than we've ever done. So 29 laps the winners ran, which was just incredible. And they were running an incredible pace by and the end. And he beat the Roo as well still for 29 laps, didn't he? So I think great. he could have gone again. Yes. He actually looked remarkably fresh. So yeah, it was a super, it's always a really exciting finish. Um, for once, the guys who struggle at running get to see the fast guys out there struggling rather than never yeah. getting to see them run because they finish early yeah. and what was the um basis behind race the what made you start it up in the first place we were looking to run a fundraising event for the triathlon club yeah. um and somebody had run a similar trail run concept where each lap got progressively faster um and we just thought we had this perfect facility out here in Lounsborough. skippy park is perfect for this yeah. um so we were looking for a fundraiser event so we started it in 2019 and it's just gone from strength to strength did COVID interrupt? It did. We didn't end up running our 2020 event. We held that over to 2021, uh, but then we've managed to, to run. Actually, 2021 was also a contingency date. So, yeah, we've okay. we've had our fair share of interruptions, but I feel like this year has gone really smoothly and everything seems to be back on track. And the triathlon club is? Caloundra Triathlon Club. Right. So, so you're a triathlete yourself? Oh, I once was. Um, yeah, I, I dabble. <laughs> so, yeah, every, we've got a real mix of people in the triathlon club. Um, lots of long-distance stuff, so might do Ironman and things like that. Yeah. Um, but also lots of beginners, lots of people new to the sport. So running is just one part of it. But, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a fantastic club. Well, Carly, thanks very much for putting on such a great uh, event. And we'll be back next year for sure. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Okay.
Yeah, so um, yeah, great event. And um, you, you know, actually, we were driving through Biwa. There's more restaurants and places to eat and everything in Biwa than there is here at Narangbar. Like it was, uh, uh, we were like quite impressed. I haven't been through Biwa for for a long time. No, um, I haven't been out there for a while either. And and, and you know, Lands was just two two k up the road. And where that crit track is, they got an actual grass running track, flat as a pancake there um, as well. So um, with floodlights. So I don't know if they play soccer there or cricket. They look like it might be. And they got them. Maybe. Yeah, but they have. They've got a. Um, they've got like a discus cage and a hammer cage as well. So um, yeah, it's all, all happening in uh, Bior and um, Landsborough. That's for sure. I wonder why they always do that because all the schools always have like a long jump. You know, tartan long jump, and then they always have a discus cage, and you think, like, no one really does discus and long jump, do they? Like, more people run. Why yeah. they invest in the running track? And they do a bit of high jump. They don't know with the younger kids and stuff, bring a high jump mat out. But, uh... Oh, we should say, too, that's Stephen Miles. He's our, like, local MP. He's yeah. been doing North Lakes Park Run. How's he going? Has he got under 30 minutes yet? I'm, I'm not sure, but, man, if anyone knows him, and could put us on to him we would love to get him on the uh, podcast and yeah. uh, tell him how badly we need a a synthetic running track on the right. north side of brizzy well actually he used to he uh, used to train uh at our at unbound athletic our crossfit gym so um yeah maybe we can find out his email address and just send a email to his office and then yeah, cool. push him for the um get him on Talk yeah, about that's good, running. Eh? Yeah, be a good idea. Oh man, I must tell you, I went down to um Harbour Town on the Gold Coast during the week. Yeah. With um <laughs> with my dad. I went down there on purpose to try and snag a pair of um the Metaspeed Sky. Because you know you sent the photos through when they yeah, were on yeah, the yeah. shelves. And I thought, you never know, you go down midweek, might be a pair there. So I went down there, went into Essex. They did have some absolute bargains. But they didn't have any of the uh, the right size. Nah, they just didn't have any. But they had um, oh, they had a pair of like. I'm gonna stuff the name up. Um, oh, that were they were maybe a Nimbus. I'm not sure, but they were ninety the bucks. Ninety bucks. Yeah, I've got the Nimbus twenty three, and they're really nice day trainer, mate. They're nice and soft. I put they're them the... on. I was like, man, I'm gonna get these, and then I thought, oh. There was loads of pairs of them, so I just put them back, and I thought I'll keep looking because that's the first shop we went into. Um, then we went into uh, Nike next, and they had the version two Vapors mm. for I think 160. So I just grab. I ended up grabbing a pair of them. I put them on, and they actually felt really bouncy. Okay. And um, yeah, I was a bit devoured that they didn't have any of the uh, Asics there, but um, yeah, they're a daily trainer. Those Nimbus really. So yeah, and what's the other? Like, there seems to be like a a new Asics they brought out that I think they're they're it's kind of like their competition for the hocker. It's the new, yeah. Oh, I can't think of the name. Not of the Kayano. Put it on. It was really wide, really bouncy. Like a is it the new Kayano? Could be. Could have been thirty. Kayano thirty just launched. It's really weird looking because they only had. The demo um sure of it they didn't have pairs of it it was like it was like a coming soon oh uh, might be it then might and be um i put the the one that on that was on the shelf and man it felt really nice like yeah. if they'd have had them i'd have got a pair but 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then that um, leads me into my um, <laughs> my other story because I'm training for Sunshine Coast Half, which is in two weeks for the listeners. Yep. And um, this week I'd, I was like Thursday night I had a session. I did um, Tuesday night I did a session at the Striders which was kind of like um, 800s and then diminishing um, reps. So it was like eight, six, four, and then twos. And I got through that, bang on, hit hit all the um, the paces that I had to sort of all under, um, I think my 800 reps were like 237 average or something. So I was going really good. good. I felt really good. And um and then on Thursday, I had a huge day of work and um, I thought, oh, I'll go out for a run in the new Vapors. And I took my phone and headphones just to listen to some music. So I'm running along and I'm like, man, these Vapors are feeling so good. I'm, I might just do the Thursday session anyway. And I was like, oh, man, I'm going to have to hold my phone for this whole thing. And it was um, it was 10 by three minutes. Um don't know how I did it, but I only did nine. I didn't realize until I checked my Strava, but I'm blaming it on, uh, I was wearing the headphones and coming through Kalanga. Oh man, I nearly got hit by a car. Like it's the closest I've ever come to being hit by a what car. What happened? I, I was in mid rep, just absolutely hooking near McDonald's. And I had the music kind of playing pretty loud. I checked both ways and I'm like, yeah, I'm good to go. But a car came like hooking around the corner, like a young guy, P plater. I mean, it's my fault as much as it was his fault. But if you're on the road crossing the road, it's your right of way. If someone's turning into a road, if you're a pedestrian crossing the road, oh shit, it is actually your right of way. Yeah. Mm. Well, he he came around the corner so quick. All I heard was screeching tires, and I like jolted myself to a stop and jumped out the way. But I like put my hands on his bonnet and everything. And um, he's he still in, moving, or did he stop? Yeah, he was like moving, but coming to a screeching stop. Shit. We both looked at each other, and we both like this, like. And uh, I was like, "Shit, sorry, man, I just didn't see." And he sort of like was, "Oh, sorry," and 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 drove off. And I paused my watch ah. and took a few deep breaths. I was like, "Holy shit!" Have um, you got earphones that go in your ear? Yeah. Or they, oh, yeah, okay. They were yeah. like the Apple ones. Like I found an old Apple case that had the brand new ones in the packet. I had them in. They're probably Matilda. She lost hers somewhere once. Oh, yeah, they could be. And, um, yeah, and I was like, oh, man. I started again and finished that rep, but it rattled me. And I yeah. jarred my back like because uh, I jumped like car. back. It's like the whole right side of my back from sort of like my shoulder down, just like been really stiff ever since. But, man, I, it was weird because in the moment, I already was going to just turtle up and try and roll over the car. Like that's the instinct that yeah. I just thought roll with it. But um, yeah. luckily I got out of the way, but that taught me a lesson, man. I'm never doing that loop again, running reps. Cause it's too sketchy nah. for crossing it's the road. Especially if you're going quite fast and you cut, you judge him. Yeah. Um, two, two things. Um, One is those, those Apple iPhones, you can actually put them on your, like find my iPhone, like find my like, oh, okay. things. So you can actually log them in. Um, and that's when Matilda said to Matilda, she dropped hers like in the car park. She was at them on the train. She was coming through the car park. Must have just didn't put oh. me in her bag properly. Or when she pulled her yeah. thing out, I said, well, go back up there. Oh, she didn't in the end. But they're expensive, isn't they, those things? Well, these are just the free ones you get with a new phone, like the cable. Uh, so I had oh, the, like, okay. 
you know, like plugged into plug the phone. Not the ones in your... In nah, your not proper oh, ear pods. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so I was like, oh, shit. So that kind of threw me out. So that might have been where I stuffed up the numbers of the actual rep. Yeah. Got back home and um, <laughs> didn't tell Tammy. I told her a couple of days later. But And then this morning I did... I did an easy park run at North Lakes on Saturday. Yep. Um, I was trying to pace uh, one of the striders, Gareth, to 20 minutes, but he's, we got sort of like two laps in. He was like, man, I'm just cooked. Yeah. Like, it was warm this morning. Yeah, it was pretty warm. Well, that's actually a bit cold when we started. Yeah. Okay. But he um, has actually given me his Sunshine Coast half entry. So shout right. out Gareth Legend for that. Nice. Um, yeah, and then this morning I went with the Bush Turkey boys and did five by 10 minutes with Clive. And, uh, geez, that was hard, man. That was, yeah, that, fast, eh? that was over Bush. hills too. Like we were like running Not up hard. and down hills in Bracken Ridge. Oh, it's really hard, but got that done all around sort of the, when we were on the flat, we were, we were around 340 pace. So pretty, I reckon that's my, um, half pace if i can what would that get you that 11740 i think around that i'd be man if i could do that i'll be over the moon yeah that'd be good redeem myself for last year's um shocker but the how course, many cases of the week uh 70 uh here we go i'll tell you 73 that's all right you just easy so, back in yeah i'm i'm yeah. like man i'm sort of averaging about that now like so i've gone yeah. 57, the first one back, uh, 79, 73, 73K this week. Actually, one of them runs I actually cut short because I was, um, you know, when you, on Friday night I went for a run, I was supposed to run 45 minutes, but I cut it short at 30 minutes because I'd eaten before I went, like too soon. Yep. And like, you know, the whole blood sugar thing just spikes and makes you feel dizzy and horrible. Yeah. I just was like, man, I couldn't shake it. So I got home and um, just thought, man, there's no point just grinding this out. So I probably would have done another 5K on top of that. But um, yeah, so that was, um, that's my my go-to pace for the sunny coast half. And also they've gone back to the original course now. So it should be easier than last year. Flatter. Well, you still go over that hill, but you, you hit the hill straight away and then you run around Malulabar for like 5K. It's two laps, isn't it? Nah, well, the half's just one lap. You go, oh, the marathon's up. two, that's right. Oh, yeah. two, three laps. You do one big lap and two small laps. Yeah, they avoid the uh-huh. hill, I think, for the for the marathoners, yeah. thank God, because yeah. that'd be cruel, making them do that every lap. But yeah, so it goes over the hill through Malulabar back over the hill at 6k and then you sort of out and back so you've like last year we went over the hill down the back of it did a u-turn and went straight back over it again and it was just like my heart rate just went through the roof and then that was me done pretty much but yeah yeah so um any news yeah news now courtney dewater has decided that she is doing utmb this year so she is like one that is uh, in the women's so many times so that's really good to to see that. And then uh, also, um, Catriona Bissett has just become the first Australian woman in history to run a sub 158 over the 800 metres. So yeah. well done to her. That's, a, that's an Olympic qualifier, surely. Oh, it'll be interesting to see. 
Yeah. I and that noticed. was at the um that was at the Diamond League in London just last weekend. So there were some some uh, some good times uh, going there. Apparently it was a really good event. So um Yeah, Stewie McSwain um made a I think he's made the Olympic qualifying time at the same event. So there's a few Aussies that have um done really well. And not to you know like um praise the Barden name too much, but that my older brother was the race director for that organizer. Oh, was he? Oh, cool. so, yeah. So yeah, it uh, uh, did well. There was some some uh some there was a new world record, wasn't there, for the women's uh, mile as well. First woman under four hours ten. So maybe um maybe you could convince him to just do like maybe a one on one interview with you. Yeah. Zoom sometime and we can well, I definitely will when I'm when I'm in uh, London the for the marathon next year. I'll um I'll I'll uh, be there with him. So definitely get him to get a media pass for that. Imagine the interviews you could get there. Yeah. Well, apparently uh, Kipchoge's doing it, and um, I'm going to be staying in the Athletes Hotel. So, oh. uh, mate, I'm hoping I'll be able to see him at least once. <laughs> Over the weekend. Imagine that. Oh yeah, get a little quick. You know, you just chat to him and just record it. Anyway, just like okay. I don't know um, if I brought it up on the podcast, but I've watched on Disney that there's a documentary called Breaking Two. It's the first Breaking Two. The first attempt. time they went for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's bloody good. If you didn't love Kipchoge, what you watch that, you will love him. He just missed it, didn't he? What they get two oh one something. Yeah, like it was a massive PB for him that they didn't obviously didn't get the under two hours. Can't remember what the exact time was. I think it was might have been forty seconds out. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's just it's insane, man. When they show the one second a K can make such a difference, you know, like yeah. And you but think, it was oh, more of a race, so there was three of them trying to do it, and uh, so it was a kind of maybe more exciting because like the first guy dropped off. Second guy hung on for ages and it was just sort of left with Kipchoge near the end. Yeah, man, when they show the training and the, um, like the tests that they do on them and they're just saying like Kipchoge is just not human. <laughs> like he just doesn't produce lactate in any of the tests that they're doing. And that is, he's just. Fun. That's what happens mate, when you're born and grow up at altitude. Like you can, you can go and train there and live there for years, but your body just hasn't adapted and grown as it would have as a child yeah you know with that so um yeah it'd be interesting if they did if they measured it against someone sort of same build height weight and everything as a runner that had never done any altitude training or anything and lived in lived at sea level and you could measure heart volume like lactate production but then you've got these you've got people as well like him that probably you know lance was a bit of a freak produced hardly any lactate as well so um yeah, yeah they it's... reckon that swimmer what's his name phelps michael phelps, phelps. yeah phelps, he yeah. barely produces lactate either yeah yeah just lucky or well, they burn it they just replenish it just get rid of it out of the system so quickly yeah flush so, it you know yeah flush it, it out quicker mm. but yeah right. um they were, they were one of the guys was saying like kip chogi he's won so many major marathons he's like a multi-millionaire and he still lives in the village with all the runners. He's got a village, he's got a farm, hasn't he? And he employs a lot of, um, a lot of, um, yeah, of, of local people and that for his farm. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't, you don't know if it's for the documentary, but he's like, they all work at the house, you know, do the gardens, do the laundry, prepare all the food, make all the teas, and he's just like one of the boys doing all the same. Yeah, you know, getting his hands dirty. It's pretty cool when he could just be. Yeah, you know, get straight back to his mansion, sleep, <laughs> but he doesn't. Pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, so humble. um, very humble. Yeah. We should knock it on the head. Yeah, short one this week, but well, after last week's mammoth uh, um, edition, but that was yeah. great. I mean, uh, we've I've had uh, well, um, I've had some comments. People said, "Oh, great, you know, interview. Um, good having him on." And obviously, uh, other things we discussed. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, <laughs> definitely going off on the uh, downloads that one for sure. Yeah. But yeah, thanks for that, Joel. Legend. Now, and just a yeah. good guy, man, too, you know. Yeah. Big um, you know, working all over the place, Commonwealth Games. You gotta be thinking he'll be at the Olympics. Like let's hope so. Maybe yeah. get him to call the marathon or something, you know. Be yeah. um be uh, be good. So yeah, we're man, uh, nine job. years away, but yeah. it'll soon come around. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Wicked. All right, mate. Well, have a good right. week. Everyone else have a good week of training. Yeah. I'm going to rest for a few days. I don't think I'll be hitting the pavement uh, just yet. I'd like to go see Mark again and get beaten up oh, for another hour. Yeah. Torture. For sure. All right, man. Wicked. Great stuff, mate. Catch us all later. Yeah, see you soon. In my mind, we should find in 
time, our minds they will shine with the longest shine you can. Put the time on minds, don't be these purple elephants, a twisted intelligence, extension of tolerance, dimension of flowers in my mind. Stop rewind. Now what the fuck did you find? Ain't nothing in here but why? Subliminal. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Close your eyes. Leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come figure with me and my imagination. In my Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. I'm contemplating, hesitating on exploiting my mind, 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 mind.